Uh, we are at the Beth Jacob Congregation here in Atlanta, Georgia, a historic congregation to say the least. Uh, an understatement, if there's such a thing as uh, calling something historic and it being an understatement. Uh, and as uh, services are going on here in the congregation, in the building, we have the opportunity, the wonderful opportunity, to welcome the spiritual leader of Congregation Beth Jacob, uh, Rabbi Ilan Feldman, who has the distinction of leading one of the great Jewish communities of the United States of America, and that is, of course, the Atlanta, Georgia Jewish community. Rabbi Feldman, it is an honor to welcome you to JM in the AM. It's an honor to be here. I appreciate that, and it's great to be in your synagogue and to be here in uh, such an amazing and incredible, uh, not just congregation, but an incredible Jewish community. I was reading up earlier this morning trying to get a perspective of the era that I was more familiar with uh, in Atlanta, the 80s and 90s, and I saw some of the statistics in terms of families and, and what was going on in terms of Jewish life down here. And, and I thought it was pretty impressive back then. Atlanta had, under your father's leadership, an amazing reputation. What has happened since then is unbelievable. The numbers are remarkable. The growth is incredible. And you've seen all of this from your vantage point as rabbi of this congregation. What can you tell us about the Jewish community of Atlanta in 2019? I don't know where to start. There's a, a lot to talk about. Um, and, I, you know, the numbers are incredible. And it's not about the numbers. It's really about the quality uh, and about the attitude of the people. We have some just a wonderful coalition of, uh, of, of lay leaders and rabbinic leaders. Uh, we're really blessed here. I still don't understand it because it seems supernatural. A coalition of cooperation. Yeah. And that's sometimes yeah. rare in the Jewish world, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> is. It is. And it doesn't come easily. It comes with... Uh, with a willingness from uh, from all participants to really make things work, and uh, we're still small enough to realize that we need each other. Right. Uh, and as we grow, we have to keep on remembering that we need each other. Yeah, there are some community leaders that jokingly were were skeptical about our visit because they'd like to keep Atlanta a secret, you know, not not let it grow too much. So I guess you understand what that perspective is all about. <laughs> yeah, listen, we're enriched when people move here because they bring their uniqueness and their their resources and their talents and their investment. And at the same time, we want to make sure not to copy uh, some of the uh, largeness of, uh, some of the, of the challenges. Some of the challenges <laughs> that come with being large. That's right. Yeah. Rabbi Elon Feldman is with yeah. us. We're in his congregation here at Beth Jacob. If you look at the history, and this is not news to you, but certainly to some listeners it will be, if you look at the history of this community, it all emanates from here. It's, uh, how long has the synagogue been on this property? 1950s? Um, 60s? It's no, early 1960s. 61, actually. It, it yeah. all emanates from here. If you look at a school, a kollel, even other congregations in this town, the web of growth has all started from Beth Jacob. That's uh, absolutely true. It's really been the, the center of a community, the source of a community. And um, even now, uh, with all of the other organizations and and uh, initiatives by all kinds of good and wonderful and holy people. The fact is that uh, this synagogue is more than a synagogue. It's a, it's a community center. Right. Um, in terms of the programming that we have, the kinds of events that we hold here, we just had a visitor from Israel 
uh, who couldn't uh, believe that a synagogue was sponsoring a ski trip. <laughs> you know, so to us that's normal. Yeah, right. yeah. Not everybody appreciates that. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, and I saw the uh, I saw the number of uh, flyers for upcoming events. I'm not talking about through the rest of 2019. I'm talking about just what's happening in January and February. It's pretty impressive. A lot of different yeah. things going on. Speakers and lecturers coming in from around the world. And they're joining your congregation here. And, and an opportunity to grow. There's so much education happening here on a regular basis in so many areas of Jewish life. Yeah, I think you hit on a key word, and that's growth. Um, and that's, uh, that's something that not everybody is used to hearing. But we like to emphasize growth, the idea <coughs> that we're put on this planet to actually transform ourselves and right. actually leave the earth uh, a little bit uh, better than when we came or or a little bit more than that would have happened naturally without pushing ourselves. So that's one of the key words here, and I think it's attractive to people. Somebody who was in this building 20 years ago, it would look somewhat unfamiliar to them. There's been renovations and growth even physically at Beth Jacob, right? Yes, yes. As a matter of fact, um, uh, we like to talk about this building as representing community because we have a huge social hall, wedding right. hall. We have a base Knesset, we have a shul, and we have a base medrash. We have the Kolo base medrash. One of the... Uh, sources of pride for our show is that we have a physical building attached to our building that belongs to the Kolel, but that makes a statement that a community needs a place of, uh, of Talmud Torah, of Torah study. So it's right here on our property, right there in front, very proudly broadcasting to the world that uh, this is part of our community. Right, yeah. and beyond that, uh, just a, another few feet away in whatever direction you're going, you have a girls' school here, right? Right, yeah, right across next door. the road, so to speak. Uh, Torah Day School, very close nearby. Mm -hmm. I'm sure the Feldman family had a lot to do with founding that school. Am I right? Uh, uh, we were the, we were there when we're it happened, <laughs> but, but uh, I want to make sure to give the credit to right. the people who really initiated it. Yeah, right. But all these, uh, but this whole system—the day school, the girls' school, the kollels—you mentioned obviously the synagogue and other synagogues—all seems to be again in this epicenter of Toko Hills. And if you go back to the 30s and 40s and told people that there'd be a major Jewish community on this spot, they would have been, would have been very skeptical, right? The growth really just started in the 1950s. Yeah, and putting it in context, you mentioned the 30s and 40s right. and even the 50s. Um, outside of the uh, metropolitan area of New York, the assumption was that orthodoxy wasn't going to make it in the United States at all. And let's, let's uh, realize that in the 50s, the, the thing called outreach didn't exist there wasn't the notion of communities growing or, or synagogues becoming uh, more involved or invested in orthodoxy. Uh, they, things were going the other way. So, um, you know, this synagogue ends up really at the cusp of a revolution in American Jewish life where that which was considered impossible actually happened gradually and slowly. And it wasn't easy. It didn't happen overnight. It happened so slowly that one could have said it wasn't happening at all. Right. Yeah. So this, uh, the growth is part of the, is really a byword of the community as a whole, and really the byword of individuals. And I will add, if I may, that um, we are proud of the fact that we probably have one of the highest per capita rates of Aliyah of almost any Orthodox community in the United States. Uh, we have an entire division of former Atlantans who are now living in Eretz Israel and who are proud participants in Israeli life whether it's the military or in Torah study and communities around, around Israel, northern Israel, Yerushalayim, etc. And that's because um, growth was natural. And, and at a certain point, particularly in the 70s and 80s, um, 
people looked around and said, okay, I've reached a certain point and now I need more. Uh, and to them, more was Israel. They found it in Israel. Yeah, yeah. And I like how you emphasize no matter what they're doing in Israel and you, you encourage all aspects of Jewish life as long as people are continuing to be part of the community. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, we, we, we've given this distinction. Some people say the capital. Uh, I've been careful. So I say a capital. I don't want to insult anybody uh, in terms of Atlanta being referred to as a capital of the Jewish South. Do you, in fact, feel from your vantage point that you've had, meaning the Atlanta community, has had influence on some of the other communities in this region? Sure. Um, if nothing else, we're a model for others for what's possible. And I think... Uh, uh, if you're a smaller community and you wonder if you have the resources or the institutions, uh, the whole apparatus of a community, uh, you wonder if people could be attracted to the community, you look at Atlanta and you see that it's been done. And if it's been done there, why not here? Right. So there, I think... Um, uh, we really provide a certain beacon for, for others. And as yeah. you know, the uh, Orthodox Union is helping us uh, sponsor this journey. Uh, and they've had an influence not just here, but in other communities in the southeast. And uh, we'll give them a little shout-out this morning as well. <laughs> not, I'll give them a, 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 <laughs> a bigger shout-out. <laughs> you know, the, uh, the, uh, the Hurricane Irma thing. Right. Was, uh, yeah, without the OU, it wouldn't have happened. And I, I recall the, the moment... Um, when we're on a conference call with the OU, anticipating that there might be there might be some evacuation from Florida, um, and we we're trying to find out what we needed to do, and uh, on this call I said to uh, to the leadership of the OU, listen, we have the people, we have the willingness, we have the resources, we need the money, and within a second they said, fine, we're putting down X amount of dollars, and let us know if you need more, and that just gave us the freedom to do whatever needed to be done. The OU really uh, deserves a tremendous amount of credit. Uh, it's a perfect ex example of what a national organization can do. And that resulted in thousands of people being helped through a very difficult time as they traveled from Florida to Atlanta. Yeah, and uh, what's, what, from my point of view as a rabbi of a congregation, what was beautiful about it was that we didn't think of ourselves as helping. We, <laughs> thought of our, we had a wonderful time. It was just an amazing <laughs> experience. Amazing. I just stood there. Uh, like a proud father, just uh, tears streaming down my cheeks, just watching the excitement of the host communities, uh, Young Israel and Beth Jacob working together. It was it was really very exciting. So Atlanta's people came through, huh? We came through. Not we. You guys came through with that episode. Yeah, and you know, I, I noticed this in my work as a rabbi. The people who come through in a particular situation never think of themselves as unusual. And uh, we didn't think of ourselves as unusual. We just did what came naturally. And uh, it was really a growth experience for us. And it was exciting and fun. Uh, brought us together. And um, I think something that was unique to Atlanta's spirit, uh, we didn't take the time to match the guests to the hosts. Meaning you could have a Hasidic uh, <laughs> family from South Florida coming up here and we put them uh, in whatever house had the number of beds that they needed. And that house may have had a widescreen TV and a hostess who's wearing pants, and they knock on the door at 10 o'clock at night, we're here, and it worked out beautifully, um, which just underlines the truism that uh, Jews are connected no matter what their superficial exterior differences might be. And that episode, of course, uh, for those of us outside of Atlanta, really helped us focus on how beautiful and wonderful your community is. It really brought yeah. it to the forefront, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, Rabbi Ilan Feldman, we're in his synagogue, Beth Jacob, here in Atlanta, Georgia. It's, uh, 
it's it, it almost sounds silly for me to ask you you know how you see the future of this congregation and this community when all you keep doing thank god behind her is just growing and growing and growing i'm assuming that that's what you're hoping for and that's what you see in the future what I see in the future is a mass exodus to Israel as Amen. a community Amen. with each other, lovingly together. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, it really is unpredictable. Um, and um, my father, uh, Shlita, uh, may he be well, my father used to actually uh, react with a little bit of negativity when people would say, you know, what was your plan? And his answer was, I had no plan. <laughs> he went and with the flow. <laughs> and he's proud of it. He's proud of that. And, uh, and I think that you can't really plan growth. And the beautiful thing about growth is it comes from the, from the grassroots. And that means that um, uh, it's, it's totally, you cannot tell what, what the next initiative is going to be, what the next need is going to be. But um, we're here to help. And we yeah. should mention your father's uh, great published works of so many of his wonderful stories happened. Many of them happened right here in this building. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, shout out for Tales Out of Show, one yeah. of the best-selling English language. It is a big bestseller. Yeah. Yeah. And as a son of a rabbi, I related yeah. to half of those stories, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rabbi Feldman, thank you for welcoming us here today. It's great to have you. It's an honor to shift the center of the universe to Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> yeah, imagine yeah, that, yeah. huh? Yeah. No New York and New Jersey yeah. today. Today yeah, it's Atlanta. A, thank you yeah. so much. You're well, welcome. just like the NFL and all of America is focused on Atlanta, apparently there's a big game on Sunday. Uh, we are focused on Atlanta this week as a uh, capital of the Jewish South. Our thanks to the American Committee for Sharetetic Medical Center in Jerusalem for sponsoring our broadcast. And, of course, to the Orthodox Union, not only for sponsoring our broadcast, but making it possible to really analyze and discuss the communities of the southern region.